0: Hello, welcome Whoa. back. That was a long weekend. Right? <laughs> <laughs> really? When's the last time we were here? I don't even remember. That was a long weekend, yeah. Uh, we were here Thursday, right? Yeah. That was a great show Thursday, by the way. Thank and, you. Uh, you, did, you did well. I listened to it a couple of times. A couple of times. Uh, well, you know, I like to critique uh, what we're doing and how we're You'd doing like it. You not critique me? <clears throat> I like to make changes, but there's no one to talk to. So when I get in, charge with, in, in, charge <laughs> in touch with the uh, CEO, uh, I'll, uh, I'll make some suggestions. Welcome back to the Daily Thread. Okay, okay back. so
1: I spent, uh, for me, it was an extremely long weekend because I, uh, I embarked on a journey to Stanford, Connecticut. I spent Shabbos at the Aguda Convention um, in the Armand, the Crown Plaza over there, mm-hmm. which was beautiful, really, really nice. Um, a lot of Gedilim, a lot of Rabbanim, a lot of Askunim. And. It was great. It was beautiful. If you do want to watch the sessions that took place at the Aguda Convention, you can head to Convention.org and mm-hmm. watch all the speeches. I especially <laughs> love mm-hmm. the keynote addresses. Uh, the words from Rabbi Meir Yadid, Rabbi Shlomo Farhi were just incredible. Wow. Um, just spending yeah. Shabbos with, with such people is really, uh, the energy is palpable.
0: Well I want you to know that About a half a century ago I used to go to like, Go to conventions You're not that old father. You're not, uh, not that old I was old. a very little boy But I, I went to my father's To go to conventions You're like a few months old then I also went to the Orthodox Union conventions I went to the RCA Conventions, Rabbinical Council of America. I went to a lot of, con- my father was a journalist, as uh, a lot of our listeners uh, know, or readers of the Five Towns Jewish Times know. And uh, I remember going to the good Convention, also there was always this uh, this energy. And I listened to your interview with uh, Chaim David yeah uh, on Moshe Shabbos, and uh, I found some things that he said very compelling. Very interesting, and, and something that distinguishes the Agudah uh, Israel of America from every other organization. And, you know, God knows there's plenty of organizations in Jewish life. Let me turn around a little bit so I can look at you. You're good, um, you're good. Yeah, I'm good? Okay. Um, and that is, he, I remember one thing st- stood out in my mind where he said that when he was a young lawyer, when he just joined the Agudeh, uh that uh, they had certain issue they were working on, and the attorneys recommended one thing, but the rabbanim Suggested went with another option Mm -hmm. and that he was a little bit stunned as a lawyer He was a little bit stunned instead of taking the advice of the, you know uh, Distinguished attorneys accomplished attorneys the moment and that's what's what's unique about about but good to this day is that uh, You know, we're 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 from Jews. We're Shomri Torah Mitzvahs. We live a certain Torah lifestyle and it's, it's imperative, I think, when it comes to major issues of the day, and I don't know what issues specifically he was talking about at the time, but to actually not just say that you live according to Das Torah, but to actually live according to Das Torah. Absolutely. Not just say it.
1: Absolutely. Um, so, for those again, you can watch the you can watch the sessions <laughs> that took place on Thursday and Friday and Monday Shabbos and Sunday. But what you can't do is you can't watch the sessions that took place on Shabbos. Oh, that's what they say. Uh,
0: what, what do they say on Shabbos? That, the, what, 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 what do they say different things on Shabbos oh, than they do during the week?
1: The good stuff is said on Shabbos. I'll tell you that much. The cameras are really? not rolling.
0: I once went to a Donald Trump event when he was running for president for the for twenty twenty. And they took everyone's phone away before he went into the room. Okay, so no one could take any pictures or record except for one guy had two phones. I know he only took one phone away, so he was able to take pictures. So and record. they didn't
1: have to take our phones away because none of us had our phones in us <laughs> on Shabbos. Besides, probably Eli Rowe. Eli Rowe was there, um, and uh, he probably had his phone on him because you know he's from. What the they do with that guy? What they do that, what they do with
0: that guys? They had they had there, so they had their phones
1: there. No, they they yeah they're able to have their phones, but I don't think they were they're recording. Use them in case
0: of an emergency. Yeah. Right? Obviously. Which I met
1: Ellie Rowe. Great guy. He's doing great things. Yeah, so you you did
0: a story about
1: that's all yeah, right. A lot a lot coming from from him. Really excited about that. So, um, first of all I also heard, which is really interesting, they were sold out in the hotel. They even had booked people (laughs) who wanted to come but there's no more room in the hotel. There was a, maybe a Marriott that was a 20-minute walk away. Really? And they, they had, I saw people walking at the hotel in Poncho's on, on Shabbos morning, oh, talking raining? to each other. Oh, wow. It was not raining. It was snowing in Connecticut. <laughs> really? It was, it was, it was well, staying that, 20 minutes call, away. That, that's my serious netfish. And they were like, I was like, whoa, that's incredible. Anyways, so one interesting session that took place on Shabbos. Debating whether I should speak better or not, but I should, like, why not?
0: Well, why don't you tell us what it is, then we'll decide okay, whether Rabbi to speak about it or not. Okay,
1: Daniel Usher-Kleiman, who is a Talmud Mavok of Rabbi Shmuel Kamenetsky, there was a question and answer with Rabbi Shmuel. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the questions were important questions, you know, mm-hmm. have, you know living lavish lifestyles, uh, you know, what what is it, spending $90 on donuts and this and that. And Rashmul's answer to that was, you know, along the lines of everyone needs to limit themselves accordingly. If you What you can afford. Yeah. To, but but to not to to not just go overboard. And then the question came up, um, which I'm very passionate about, which is about it was really a two-sided question. It was campaigns that, you know, use children, Simon mm-hmm. Almanas, and put them in, let's say, uh, Situations or you know Videos of them Where they're saying Kaddish Tearing Kriya Right over A grave And they're trying to You know Sort of tag uh, uh, You know Pull at people's uh, Emotions And heartstrings. Right
0: The objective is to raise money
1: The the objective is to raise money And this was explained Throughout Shmuel For the families And And He said that People shouldn't donate To those campaigns
0: Did he say why?
1: And He said it's It's not human behavior It's cruel it's it's exploiting the, the the children, it's exploiting the people and um and our and our and our, and, and we shouldn't be seeing that. And oh. it was even doubled down. The Rabbi Kleiman doubled down and asked, Well what if it's what if it's raising money? And he said that he's still it shouldn't be a campaign like that shouldn't be donated to. And I think that the the follow up question was about news headlines. Okay. Was about about videos, graphic images, and videos. Okay, that,
0: I'm interested in that.
1: Yeah, well, I wrote I wrote an op-ed in Mishpacha about that a little while ago. Right, I don't a, I
0: don't agree with you 100 percent about that. That's that's fine, but um, you know that's a video I wanted you to show today. But first, what you're saying first.
1: Sure. So um, the question, which was posed was there's you know videos and images that are shown. It could be let's say from Iran, from that from that tragedy. Right, you have right. you have bodies and stuff that just. Raw images that wouldn't be allowed to be shown by Fox News or CNN, you know, to comply with FCC rules, and okay. that's allowed on on all our Jewish platforms. Our Shmuel said, you know what he said? Shouldn't show those. He said, protest the people who show it. It can't be shown. Okay. It's, he said uh. it's cruel, and he, and he said uh, uh, our. So he said, our kids can't be seeing that. So the question, the uh, the person who asked the question said, is it just the kids? He's like, none of us, even adults, none of us could be seeing that.
0: Let me comment. So let me me comment on that. Take a a drop, different direction. There was an incident on Friday in a Palestinian town attached to Israel. You have to drive through to get to different parts of the Shomron. I think this town is called Huara, H U A. H-U-W-A-R-A. And there was a, a Palestinian uh, uh, that approached a car with two Israelis were sitting in. What they were doing there was their business. A lot of uh, Israelis like to shop in these towns cause stuff is a lot cheaper. Whatever the motivation is, I don't know. Anyway, they were there and, uh, and this Palestinian, who apparently was a terrorist, uh, uh, was knocking on the window and uh when they couldn't when they wouldn't open the door to the car he started trying to break the window and there was an uh, Israeli a uh, policeman nearby mm-hmm. and he started wrestling uh, with the guy the guy took out a knife yeah he struggled so, with him he tried to he, he 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 struggled with him he tried to stab the uh the policeman uh or maybe he was uh, idf i'm not sure what he was look like a policeman well, please uh and and uh he tried he tried stabbing at him as you could see in the video which you're not going to show uh, yes but you can find it online if you want easily enough because it's all over i've watched it about 10 times <laughs> Just <laughs> Not because I enjoyed it. I watched it about 10 times because I wanted to see exactly what happened.
1: No, I think you really enjoyed
0: No, that. No, 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 you're wrong. You're way off. You're way off. That's that's, that's not right. You should cut that out. But you know, <laughs> every time I say you should cut something out, you don't cut it out. So I don't think you should cut it out. Just leave it in? But the point is this. The point is that he also, he grabbed uh, the policeman's gun away. He tried, yeah. But luckily, all these, uh, all these uh, policemen uh, also have a pistol. Uh, and he, he shot and killed the, the terrorists as he was trying to, to stab him. The United Nations called it an execution, okay? They called the struggle where the guy stabbed, try to kill two Israelis and tried to stab a policeman in the neck because the Arabs are trained to go for the neck. Yeah uh the ones that are prone to terrorism not all the palestinians not all the arabs there's some very good ones you know
1: um, someone asked me on shabbos uh, first of all many people came over to Pernod shabbos and they really enjoy listening to daily thread okay they said that your father is hilarious uh, um, that's
0: not my my goal is not to be hilarious i know why they're laughing but uh, these are <laughs> serious matters very serious <laughs> are, matters. Very, they're sh- they're, listen but the point is the united nations uh called it a, uh, an execution. Yeah. Okay. And they call the the battle with the with the with the Arab with the terrorist try to stab the soldier or the cop in the neck. They called it a scuffle. Huh. It was a scuffle. But, that, who, but who takes the United Nations seriously? The world takes the United Nations seriously. The United States takes really the, uh, uh, the 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 United Nations takes the uh, United States takes the United Nations seriously. The Europeans take the United Nations seriously, and uh, it shouldn't know. be taken seriously, uh, uh, but it is. I don't
1: know. Anywho. Um,
0: anyway. Anyways. I think that
1: so Someone came over to me on Shabbos and said, "Did you get any like bad feedback when you when you called um, well, Arabs animals?" Yeah, I said, "Who who is I going to get that feedback from? <laughs> we don't yeah. have a large Palestinian well, listenership." Um, but
0: you also you also have uh, was that
1: was that and was I off base by saying that?
0: I don't know. Uh, you know what? I I have a lot of uh, for many many years. I have a lot of people that work in very. Um, what they would call radical or right-wing types of organizations. And my advice to them always is don't change your position, but, don't, but use different terminology. Because when you use uh, more middle-of-the-road terminology, it's easier to get your message across. When you, when you use extremist terms, people tw- turn you off. And, and your message gets uh-huh. diluted. It's extreme to call Arabs animals? Yeah, it, it, it is probably uh, extreme to call any human being an animal because an animal is an animal. And I human think it's pretty extreme being. for any human being to commit A human, being can, that they a human commit. being can act like an animal. Well, you know? that's clear to what I was saying. Uh, okay, but you didn't say that. You said an animal. You didn't say a human being acting like an animal. It's a it's a big difference in terms of. Uh, I really don't think so. in terms of the credibility of your message, you're talking you're talking to a cross section of people. You know, it, not everybody h- agrees 100 percent with your position or with my position. Donald Trump called uh, um, the people that uh, rioted uh, during the summer of 2020 animals you know and he's no not not apologetic about that and he was the president of the United States yeah <laughs> so yeah anyway. so
1: the convention was full of a lot of uh, excitement um a lot of a lot of excitement there was a lot of holy rabbis there and I him I got an opportunity to spend a lot of time with so one of the uh, one
0: of them was a former uh, law school dean at Hofstra University, Rabbi Aaron Tversky. Uh-huh, right? Yeah, a, very articulate. The uh, Tversky family is an American Hasidic uh, family, and he had. Uh, he said this was Thursday afternoon before the big uh, crowd came in. But oh, I said it was a uh, someone said in here in the room, but it was a video that was widely circulated where he was very critical we'll uh, of the Aguda. Um, I think he meant it in kind con- in a constructive way. I think what what he was saying was. You were saying that there's no Hasidisha representation on the Moetzes Gedolit Torah anymore.
1: Well, I think that the was a Hasidish rabbi, no? Yeah, of
0: course. And they the you know what? Um, let's look at it. Let's not be let's not be critical for the sake of being critical. It's not uh, for us to, to be critical. we it. don't know we don't know the details oh, yeah. of, of what's involved in the mechanics of putting together a Moetzes. Uh, but first of all, it like I said a moment ago, it very uh, really, distinguishes the of from every other organization in the world that they defer to to genuine. Das Torah and the decision-making process that rabbi Iribel pointed out when he was talking to you on uh, on Saturday night but I think uh you know the 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 aguda and the Jewish community the firm community is much different today than it was when I used to go to conventions with my father 40 and 50 years ago 45 50 years ago uh, because all these all these all these Hasidic sects these different without naming them because mm-hmm. I, I don't really know I'm not that familiar with them they've built an infrastructure that allows them to exist independently and have their own uh, they have their infrastructure they have their askanim they have their wealthy individuals they have politically active individuals and they're able to um, um, conduct themselves and be a force to deal with independently so I know Rabbi Trotsky was trying to say that in this day and age of of anti-Semitism that we need uh, to be more inclusive we need to be more inclusive we need real actors Term I don't know I don't know if it's a lack of achdus I don't I no, for my you know limited what, knowledge well, I don't think it is one thing I got out from what he said is that I think you know if the Hasidic sects are able to exist independently and be a force to be reckoned with you know look when Kathy Huckle was running for governor where'd she go she went to the Southman Rebbe in Monroe she went to the Square mm. Rebbe in in, in in New Square you know they go independently. And I'm sure he met with uh, with Bonham from the, from the Aguda as well. Of course. Because everybody brings something uh, exclusive and independent uh, uh, to the table. There should be at some level, I'm sure there is, there should be at some level be an, like an oversight group that in an emergency can bring everybody together. So that we could, yeah. as a, a Jewish community, as a firm community, uh, put a, uh, uh, a, our foot forward that shows that we're united.
1: I, I is that I, bad? No, no I agree. I agree. I think there should be as well. They're I I don't think it's a. N-
0: I don't think. What do you say? <laughs> I said I clean that up pretty good. <laughs> that you're gonna take out.
1: <laughs> Went off script right there, but uh, <laughs> I don't have a script. Yeah, um, I think that it's it was it was it was really out of nowhere <laughs> that that what, what was said, and I think the Aguda is gonna sort of draft a response to it in their own time and what they what they what they feel of the matter. Zubel had a response at the time. I think it just didn't feel like the convention right now was a time to get into this debate. Um, yeah, I think it
0: was, his comments are very spontaneous. I don't think anybody knew Yeah, uh, he was like, saying. Again,
1: like you mentioned, I think that it's very clear. Like Look, look at a guy like Yasika Stettner, who's an Askin in the Hasidic world. Yeah, yeah. He, he exists... And he's doing a lot in that world. He's not by the Aguda Convention.
0: It's not because they don't want him. It's because... <laughs> Listen, Nachi, look. I mean, I, we're going off on a tangent, but that's our specialty. But look, look at Chabad, for example. They have no sh- no shakas to Moetzes. They're an independent force. There's no right. greater force in the firm world.
1: Many, of the, many Chabadniks probably don't even know
0: the Moetzes exist. I don't know about that. I'm sure the leadership uh, is well aware of it. I'm sure they Mauritius. I don't know if they know if they know I'm, sure I'm sure they're aware. I'm sure there's communication, but that's a perfect example. But I of do agree.
1: I do agree with you. That'd be pretty cool to have this one over, oversight over, oversight committee. Like you know, like there's there's if there's let's say a uh, nuclear attack, every single television in the world. Gets a emergency...
0: Emergency, what's it called? Emergency uh, something system. Yeah, emergency, emergency alert EBA, system. Emergency
1: broadcast system. So called. we need to have the ability... We need to have the ability for every single corner and sect of Jewish uh, communities to be able to get together from the most Hasidic to the most modern Orthodox. I would love to see a situation where you have the Sama Rebbe, reversal Shachter, and... Uh, Members, well, of the Aguda, maybe, members of the Aguda, uh, members of the OU, maybe, all in the same room.
0: Uh, maybe you could make it. Maybe you're the guy that has to make it happen. You know, uh, they say uh, we're, you know, Shane ish, You know, you have to step up, maybe, and start to take those uh, steps in that direction to, uh, to put it together. because I, I want to say, I just want to, I want to also close the parentheses on one
1: thing I brought up, which is Rev. Shmuel's psak and that whole thing. And I would just like to put out there, I don't want to just bring up issues. I want to say my solution. I think there should be a governing body that. That all from media need to abide by, such as the FCC. It's very difficult. You, it's not very difficult. You can't curse on national television. You, you know, there are certain things you can't show, and there should be basic guidelines that aren't allowed. Uh, you no, know, let me
0: tell you something. You, c- you can't allow it. In the early years, the, the Five Towns Jewish Times is 23 years old, but in the early years, I mean, uh, maybe I was a little naive. I, I tackled some issues that. That ruffled some feathers. Yeah, and one of the rabbis in the neighborhood in the in the five towns told me that I should put together a rabbinical board. Okay, mm-hmm. and I thought to myself, and I spoke to spoken of with some people, if I had a rabbinical board and I had to have a meeting before each issue came out, I don't know if there would be even a first issue.
1: With a I'm paper. not asking for there to be a rabbinical, rabbinical board about every single issue. I'm saying basic guidelines. We don't show kids saying kaddish over an open. Grave, we don't show bodies in talism with kids tearing Korea over it. Like very basic boundaries that we should not cross. Traumatizing images. Uh, you know, you wonder, you want to wonder why that you can't get a an appointment like we mentioned a couple weeks ago by a psychologist or a therapist for a few months now. Maybe it's because of what our kids are seeing, or maybe it's because of what our adults are seeing. The
0: access they have. To see disgusting things. You know, there's a big difference between putting those things online and printing them in magazines. Or I don't think papers. magazines print them. They would never. I know I don't. Because yeah, why not? I, I look at it because I know the newspaper is going to stick around for three or four days. And it's going to be seen and be seen again and be seen again and again and again. And if it's online, it could be here and gone in seconds mm. if need but that's, be. But, but, that's, but that's, that's a big difference. That's also where you're wrong
1: because online... It can be seen and seen and seen for years and years and years. Yeah, somebody takes and a screenshot all,
0: and holds on to it, and it know? gets passed
1: around. And it's really, it's really not okay. It's not okay for the, those children <laughs> in 15 years when they're adults.
0: They don't need that. Uh, so the question is: um, Okay, that. you have there's there's a uh, first of all two things. Number one, I saw, I saw some kind of verification of these projects that's being passed around.
1: Oh, you want to talk about verification?
0: No, I, I've seen it. I've I've got letters verifying certain campaigns. Yeah. I don't know who's putting that out exactly. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I've seen that. Um, and I mean, there's a, there's a campaign going on now for the Shupak family who lost their kid yeah. uh, 10 days ago to a terrorist bomb in, in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, no one's doing that for fun. They're doing it because obviously money is needed. So 100%. What are they supposed to do? How are they supposed What's wrong to, what with raising? What's wrong with differently?
1: What do you mean? You raise so, money all you want. So uh, what are you?
0: are only objecting to uh, difficult things to to see.
1: I'm 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 objecting to the media that we use, the material that we use. Would you suggest that they use an actual footage of the bomb to raise money? Would you suggest they maybe take pictures of the of the tahara and put that out on email to, I mean, to, to who, raise money? Who, who Absolutely. Actually, who not. actually
0: shows that? I mean, who actually shows that? Are there there yeah, are there, are, wait, there yeah. are websites that show that? Yeah. All right, I'm not that familiar with it. I know I get uh, photos from Flash 90, which is uh, an Israeli uh, uh, photographic. uh, Well, these type of pictures are
1: not being done like photos, these are cell phone pictures.
0: well, no, this but this 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 uh, photo company, actually, they send the newspapers, they send photos, and then you have to use your discretion yeah. on what you're going to print.
1: Last night in Madison Square Garden was Jewish Heritage Night, which I don't know if it was planned in advance, but oh, yeah. they hosted the Five Towns Jewish Sports Leagues who there, played, playing played? basketball. Who
0: played last night? Kids from the Five Towns. Oh, oh, there wasn't a professional game? There was, the Knicks versus the Cavs. Uh, oh, that was yesterday? Who won last night? The Knicks. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I'm still yeah. up to the uh, Saturday game when they played the Celtics. What happened then? The Knicks won. next one, Knicks <laughs> beat the Celtics on Shabbos, 92-81, Yes, no, they beat they beat the Cavs ninety two eighty one last oh, night. Oh, it was last night. Okay, you better cut that out too. No, I'm not cutting
1: that out. That's funny. All you, right. When
0: did you think they beat the Celtics? I thought on I thought on Saturday, I thought on Shabbos. I don't think they played the Celtics the I last there two weeks. It was a twelve thirty game. No, they played the Mavericks. They lost one twenty one. That was Friday night.
1: Ninety two, eighty one yesterday versus the Cavs.
0: Oh, yeah? And Saturday, was there a game Saturday at 1230? Yeah, against the Mavericks.
1: Against the Mavericks. Yeah, so. Oh,
0: yeah, they really got killed? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Intel is wrong.
0: All right. Anyways, so, phone's wrong.
1: so here's a clip from the, uh, between between the intermission, I guess, these kids playing. It's next Jewish
0: heritage night at the Garden. On hand to celebrate at the half, of Junior Knicks youth basketball scrimmage starting the five and, earlier tonight, the were
1: also and that's obviously you know Chaim Hamnick, the owner of JSL. JSL. Um, I'll actually discuss this.
0: That's a good story. Yeah. You wanna read it?
1: I could I, I was there and this How is by Aguda? this is by the Aguda Convention on Thursday's ask uh, Thursday's Asking for a Friend panel, which is led by surely Besser, Ravarian Lampionsky and and uh Rabbi Uri Deitch. Were the panelists, and obviously the question was brought about Shadokim.
0: Every every road leads to Shadokim. Yeah, and
1: Rav, Rav Lepiansky's response, which I thought, was pretty accurate and interesting. Was it has to first do it has it has to do first and foremost with gathering data. It requires professional people who really know statistics. Is a mitzgoya gadol. You can prove anything. You can't. You can prove anything you want if you don't know what you're doing. To be able to get a real insight, you need you need someone who understands our bar and understands mathematics. I think he was really calling for, like, like, what are the actual statistics? How many people are actually older, single? How many people are actually not getting read Shadokim? Have actual hardcore statistics. And um, I agree with that. There needs to be somebody who, who gathers that. No?
0: Well, you know, I have a different opinion about that, but... Uh, you, know. you don't think... Statistics, statistics no, I, are important. I, I, I first of all, I don't like the if you if I don't know we're running out of time, but uh, I don't think you want to get in. You know, I mean, discussing shidduchim could be a program. It could be a couple of programs unto itself. I don't. I don't see why. I don't see why uh, we have to um, um, merge uh, the idea of shidduchim into. You know, people should have health, and they should have they should have pranasa, and they should have nachas from their children, and they should. Uh, you know, have a lot of success, and as you have Shadduchim, Shadduchim is, 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 you know, we're we're in the we're in the parshas the last few weeks of Shadduchim, and it wasn't uh, so difficult. Uh, like we've made it in this generation. You know, when Yaakov Avinu uh, uh, married Leah and then married Rachel, when Yitzhak married Rivka, I mean, it, it it had a lot of drama to it, but it seemed to be uh, uh, sailing along rather smoothly. You don't have to turn Shaduchim into a scientific experiment. You don't have to turn it into a mathematical problem. You got to loosen some of the restrictions with what I'm saying and uh, make it more natural. You know, we, uh, I mean, I, I don't want anyone to misinterpret what I'm saying, but you saw that, uh, that when when Eliezer went to bring back uh, uh, Rivka, says in the Torah that Rivka saw Yitzchak. Uh, when when uh, when when Yaakov met Rachel, said to Rachel, saw Yaakov. Yaakov saw Rachel. Here today in 2022, almost 2023, you're not gonna see each other. Of course, there's gonna be a Shidah crisis. That's my only comment on that so far. Want to respond to that? You could <laughs> go ahead and message us on WhatsApp and oh, uh, oh what. Well, so I, I you message
1: messages on whatsapp and you can uh send us the email at the daily thread at meaningfulminute.org. another thing that Robbie Labiansky said was no. that he believes Oops. he believes that there needs to be more people who are fully like full-time taking on Shachanam their again Shachanam. yeah meaning not just like you have a shidduch meeting once a week like be 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 like full-time actually um giving your life to it and, and you're not satisfied by that,
0: you know? No, I'm just saying uh, I'm not. You see, if I say let let it be more of a natural type of thing, right away you think I'm advocating people going to parties and to Discotheques, and uh, discoteques. I don't know what that and, is. And, and you know what that is? No. <clears throat> discos and and total chaos. I don't think people do
1: discos anymore. What? I don't think people do discos I anymore.
0: That I will have to you have to do some research on it. I'm sure you'll hear some people from some people who. Have some greater expertise than you and uh, or me about it, but uh, I'm not I'm not advocating for that. There's there's a, there's a there's some distance between the way things are now, and I think we mentioned on this program how people are suffering. People are suffering. People should not be suffering because they can't find a show. There's any singles events. I don't think I I'm mean a single speed events, dating. Right, right. I'm not. I don't know what kind Which of happens events. in the firm world. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. Uh, finding a marriage path to someone to live your life with should not be analogous or parallel to suffering. Mm. Okay? Unless you're in a bad marriage and you have a problem, there's a mechanism how to get out of it, what? which we know, but uh, uh, which, which halacha dictates. But for young people, 20, 22, 24, 26, you know, why does it have to be uh, in the context of suffering? That's all I'm saying.
1: That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying right now. That's all I'm saying right now. Well, we're going to discuss a little bit more tomorrow's episode. Maybe some Twitter file talk. um, Hunter Biden, Kyle Rittenhouse, a lot going on on that front. Um, We did not mention anything about Kanye West today and Donald Trump and all that purposely because, you know what? That's been beat up. That guy's a loser and he's done. He's old news. TBH, my opinion is Donald Trump is also finito. I know you said that DeSantis is not going to run. I think DeSantis is going to run because Donald Trump is done. He is done. He's not gonna come back from what he just did. Um I he think he just the, put I his the, uh, he just put both
0: his feet in his mouth. The dark horse in twenty twenty four, I believe is Mike Pompeo. <laughs> he is uh, uh presidential. Uh and you see, you know, you know how you can tell you. Dark you're horse
1: presidential? in twenty twenty four is Pesacocina, I think.
0: You, you can, I don't know you don't know who that is, but you, you, you know, know Pesacocina. I, I do, I do. He's not running for president. But Never listen, Mike, Mike Pompeo is president acting presidential already, you know? Like uh, Manis Friedman says, don't say that you're gonna do this and this and that when Mashiach comes. Act like act Mashiach today. Mike Pompeo is is presidential, and I think it's very early on in the process. It's crazy to be talking about who's gonna run in 2024 when 2022 isn't even over yet. The the new congressmen haven't even. And yeah. sworn in yet and take it. But that's what we do.
1: That's what we do here at the Daily Thread. And if you want to see more content from the Daily Thread, go ahead and follow us on WhatsApp. Our number, the link is in the description to sign up. Share it with your friends, share it with your family. We post the news with more of a story behind the headlines and with dignity. We're not going to show any of those videos or pictures that are going to keep you up at night with nightmares. If you want to see that, you can follow my father's WhatsApp status.
0: No, it's not true. I don't <laughs> I I I had the the thing where a couple of hundred people watched uh, that um uh, that, uh, mugging, that mugging, that attack of a terrorist on a yeah. soldier and how he defended himself.
1: I hear you. Okay, that's our episode for today. Make sure to send us an email at thedailythread at meaningfulment.org. If you have any feedback, topics, responses, please go ahead and leave us a review, a rating, Spotify, Apple. It helps more people see this podcast. We really appreciate it. And we do read those reviews. So looking forward to reading yours, and we will see you again tomorrow. <laughs>